Greg, Maya, and Betty are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They're just a bunch of nerds who enjoy talking about movies, shows, and current events. So sit back, grab a coffee, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Queued Up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of All Queued Up, your review podcast for streaming sites like Amazon Prime, Netflix, Disney Plus, etc., etc., etc. I'm your host, Greg Deeds. With me always is Maya Don Fisher and Betty Badger. How are you two doing? Uh, I'm okay, I guess. Life's rolling. How about you, Maya? I currently feel terrible, but aside from that, everything's good. I just have had a very, very rough morning. I'm sorry. Similar to Greg's morning and all day yesterday, my morning's pretty much the same. Oh. We shall make this quick then. Yeah, I was like, yesterday morning I couldn't even, like, I I got, I, I had a terrible headache after our Wednesday night gaming. Went to, I tried to lay down and go to sleep, but the pain was so bad it just kept me up. And then... By the time I did fall asleep, I was back up at like five in the morning and then consistently every 30 to 45 minutes was up because the pain was so bad. So sorry. Yeah, it was it was like all over my head. Like my mom was like, where is it primarily located? I'm like here, this region of my body. Uh, but um, but hey, we're here to talk about Marvel Zombies today, guys. That's uh, that's that's the level of discussion. Uh, nothing else. So it's going to be a short, little short episode. Um, but yeah, so uh, episode five of What If, Marvel's What If, um, literally titled What If dot 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 zombies, which fucking cracks me up, um, was our zombie episode that we were teased with the picture of um, like a few of the zombified characters. Uh, this episode or this story for this what if is quite significantly different than the original Marvel zombies comic. I know that they came out with a new one in 2018 and then in 2018 and apparently those are better, but um, I've had a few people say this episode really like was really stunk. rough. I don't know if stunk was the word, but they were like, it was rough to get through because they had trouble like, watching their favorite characters get turned into zombies or die or whatever. And I was like, then the fucking comic would break you. Um, because it's way harsher. Uh, but what did you guys think of it? I didn't like it. I didn't care for it at all. Interesting. And not because of the characters being turned into zombies. I'm just sick of fucking zombies. (laughs) <laughs> and there was, it was too quickly paced. Um, the voice acting was much better, you know, for people who struggled with voice acting before. Yeah, Bucky was much better this time. Much better. I think because, I think the reason that Sebastian Stan was so much better here was he had just got done playing this version of Bucky. Um <sighs> Whereas he hadn't played the other version in fucking damn near 10 years. So um, I think that might have been why, but yeah, I agree. He was way better this round. 
I didn't dislike it as much as you guys did. Because um, I, I really enjoy silly zombie stories, um, which is what they were definitely going for here. Uh, like, I, I like... Um, it didn't feel silly. <laughs> no. I, I, at all. I'm just going to say. And I, I watched Z Nation. I freaking love Z Nation. That was a really silly zombie story. And it was brilliant. This was not silly. This was sad. <laughs> well, that's and that's I think the 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 problem that I do take with this, Betty, is that the beginning of it felt silly, especially with Spider-Man's video and the, how he was presenting it. And then it was like, and then it started to get more and more depressing. Um, I think but that's. I What's didn't up? mean it was depressing. I just meant that it was sad because there was an attempt. Yeah. <laughs> and it fell really flat. I, I didn't enjoy it all. <laughs> I, I just, the whole. You said it was done by the same guy who did The Walking Dead. Not this right? episode. Not this comment. episode. No, but the original, no. the original premise. And, you know, I've, I've always had a bit of a problem with his zombies as well because again what is this magical ability that they have to sneak up on motherfucking people in the middle of a goddamn woods in fall with leaves everywhere how do you sneak up on a human cow I mean, in, in that in that <laughs> in that argument i mean i i could go with the same of like that's you're talking about people that take fucking dewormer to cure a virus i was going to say they deserve say, to get eaten. All right. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. If you want to go all the way back, Romero, you know, created that. Like, I'm not paying attention to my surroundings, and it's now butting me, bit me in the neck. Um, because that's all Kirkman was biting off of when he was writing The Walking Dead was all of Romero's movies. Uh, that being said, um, I, I don't know. I'm with you guys on that this episode wasn't the best and that you know it's it's lower tier and Marvel on, on the what if so but I didn't I didn't dislike it as much as you guys did. I really didn't. Look, coming off their best episode so far, this was the worst episode so far. I don't agree with you there. I think it was the you worst. You think there was before. one you think there was a worst episode a worse episode than this? Well, there's there's another thing into this also, Maya, is that we haven't agreed on every episode to begin with, like, you know, the T'Challa episode. Um, I think that's still my favorite episode of the season so far. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So I think they're 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 least I wouldn't say worst episode. It's hard to say worst because I think every episode Well, your least favorite. favorite. My least favorite is it's Captain Carter. Um, for the voice acting and the fact that like most of the episode is somewhat forgettable, except for the parts of Peggy kicking everyone's ass and committing war crimes before they were war crimes. Um, but uh, which I love that joke. It's like it's not a war crime. It's the if it's the first time. Uh, whereas this episode, I just thought was kind of neat. I don't. I think that you know something that my that Andy and I were talking about um, was with what if comics. Sometimes the writers have to kind of create the world's biggest stretch to create the story. Yeah, and this was definitely one of them. Uh, 
the whole like quantum virus and shit like that was like, did you pull a muscle stretching that hard for that part? Because good, good lord, goodness gracious. So, but there were a lot of things in this episode I thought were really funny. Like, I really thought it was funny that Captain got turned into a zombie by Ant Man being small. Fuck yeah, that hilarious. was like, I was watching that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just, that didn't happen. No. And, I mean, it's and, very you know, silly. Again, I, I don't I'll think the, it's not. It's silly because it, it's silly because it's B movie level. That's what I mean by that. Like, the logic in it, it doesn't make sense. That's, that's what I mean by silly. Sorry. That's well, and, that. you know, that's the thing. We I also, didn't... Well, the, in the silliness aspect, you also had the disembodied head of Scott Lang in yep. a jar. That was awful. <laughs> I disagree. I thought that was funny. I, I really think that, that was, you know, I, I think what you what you've talked about so far, the silly one, the silly moments are probably the best moments out of this episode because. Uh, what we were talking about earlier, you really have to suspend this belief for these zombies. Why? I mean, I can understand if your superpowers mean that you have some sort of weird thing going on to where you can still use your superpowers as a zombie and you're not just all brains, brains, brains. But, you know, Tony Stark didn't have superpowers. He's just really smart. Does that mean everybody from Mensa could still do what they did before and still brains, brains, brains? You know, so I was. It, I think that's the why stretching I, I, was. It was really thin, stretching it really thin for me oh, this yeah, episode, yeah. and I just. Yeah, that's, that's why I said, like, you know, that like I legitimately question if they pull the muscle stretching as hard as they did for the plot, um, because uh, in the comic, the way that it works is that they retain their intelligence, but they have that insatiable hunger that they have to fight against sometimes, and. There's a really, really, really dark moment in the comic where uh, Peter is infected and he goes to his house and he tells Mary Jane to get away from him. And he's trying to fight the urge to eat her and he can't fight it and he ends up eating her. And he's like sobbing uncontrollably while eating her because he has the conscience to know what he's doing, but he can't stop himself. And then he tells Aunt May to get into the bathroom and to lock the door to which it doesn't fucking matter because he kicks down the door and eats Mary or eats Aunt May he's anyway. Spider Man. So uh, how do you how do you control these urges in the comic? So the way that the way that Hank Pym does it is he kidnaps T'Challa and he's just getting parts off T'Challa to satiate his hunger so he can keep a clear head. Um, that's it. That's the only way they do that, and. It's dark. So kind of like Eye Zombie, where she worked in the morgue and would eat the brains of the people that came in, and that's how she kind of remained human. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, it's like you know, I could understand when Vision was doing that. If if Wanda was still humanish, but she was not. She was full on. I mean, like Lich Queen, man. She. It's yeah. just, I mean, and I thought Bible. that, you know, I mean, really, yeah, he was the comedic relief to the whole thing. God bless his I heart. I could not, <laughs> for the life of me, figure out who that character was. For the life, of, I was, for, I was like, what movie was he in before this? Like, what character is he from? Who is he? 
I just thought he was some dude. Let me look it up because I know that uh, they. I, I saw it earlier today or yesterday when I was looking up information about the mo- about the episode. Let's see what if? Nope, that's what eight is what I typed there. What if? Also, T'Challa had um, a really great line at the end of this episode that I know is gonna people are gonna latch onto real hard. Talking about death, and he was like, "In my nation, death." Da, 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 da. Uh, I don't oh. remember the da 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 da. da. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm still looking it up. I'm trying. To- so the the voice actor was uh, the same guy who played um, Polka Dot Man in the Suicide Squad movie. Oh. Um. And I'm I'm trying to find. I would have never Marvel guessed. Yeah. Somebody pointed out that he was like a. Oh, that's he's from Ant Man and the Wasp, or just Ant Man. He's one of the guys that uh, is friends with Scott. I've um, seen Ant Man. Oh, I think Ant Man and the Wasp are, like Ant Man and the Wasp. I think is better than Ant Man. Some people disagree with me, but I like both movies a lot. But I'm also a fucking. I love superhero stuff in general. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I thought, I thought that they tried to bring the level of comedy to this that was also in uh, Zombieland, which I really enjoy Zombieland because it's just a silly comedy zombie movie. Um, I get why that wouldn't land with everybody, like you, Maya. How you're not a big fan of take this heavy thing and add comedy to it. You're, it doesn't mix for you. It's like oil and water. Where well, not it's... always. I mean, I enjoyed Zombieland when it first came out, but I did watch the second one recently, and I thought it was horrible. If you haven't seen, seen Z one. Nation, y'all need to see Z Nation. That <clears throat> that's the other problem, Betty. I have to I have Just to put perfect. aside like this is probably the first legit zombie thing I've watched in God knows how long because the market became so oversaturated with zombie stuff around the time that The Walking Dead premiered. That I I just lost interest in zombie stuff for the longest fucking time, and unfortunately, I still kind of have that. Like, I'm not interested yeah. in Zombieland two because of that same thing, <laughs> even though I know I'd probably enjoy it. Maybe. Um, Z Nation is it's it's funny. It's one of the funniest zombie things ever it's like you know they they do not take themselves seriously at all there's all kinds of crazy shit going on the characters provide lots of comedic relief but there's still lots of action too you know some heart string tugging you know i mean it was just it was a brilliant little show freaking loved it so much better than the walking dead (laughs) i really enjoyed santa clarita diet oh yeah that was a good one too man yeah that was a good one that's probably it the sucks that the they ca- that that sucks that they canceled it right after we reviewed the third season. Yeah, we're like, oh yeah, we can't wait for season four, and then later that day, no. literally after we recorded, it's canceled. Yeah, what the fuck? <clears throat> Such a good so, show. Yeah, um, that's Netflix for you. Fucking, did it bring in any new people? Nope, cancel it. Even though fucking the same amount of people watched it, I mean, whatever. 
And, but with this, you know, again, the the whole, I get if, you know, well, like you were talking about the superheroes with the, who've been infected in the comic. What about regular humans? Could they eat brains and stave off the um, horrible zombie effects? Or was this just something that people with superpowers were, had the ability to do? So in the comic, I believe it's, it's, it's established pretty early on that not many humans survived because the zombie heroes were heroes were uh, just eating everybody. Um, they, uh, I think they even went to the extent of mentioning how like there were almost no humans left on earth for them to eat. So they had to start uh, resorting to eating other zombies and they hated the taste of it. Um, because eventually the, the end of the comic is after eating the silver surfer and gaining the cosmic power, they end up eating Galactus and, and gaining his power. Oh, and so they, they gain powers from eating people too. Just those two. Just those super specific. And they don't gain their powers exactly, but they gain the power cosmic, which is a whole another can of worms that we might see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We haven't yet, but we might. Um, but then they, they become the new Galactus. And instead of going to worlds and eating the planet or eating the, the sustenance from the planet like Galactus does, the Marvel zombies were just eating any living flesh on a planet. But um, that and that's again that is strictly the very very first Marvel Zombies comic. I looked into it after this episode. Um, there are at least thirty other comics that have the Marvel Zombies title, and then they completely rebooted it back in two thousand eighteen. I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad premise. Uh, but again, I, I that I, maybe there just wasn't enough explanation in this one for me. You know, even though we did have the video bids and we got to see, you know, how everybody got zombified. Thank you, Ant-Man. Um, I don't know. The the whole I thing guess... with Vision and Wanda really threw me for a loop because that's just highly <laughs> illogical in my mind. And I was like, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't yeah, like, do that. Yeah, like I said, you know, it, that, you know, this, this whole episode was a big stretch. A big old stretch. So, like... You having trouble with that, I totally get. I totally get. Um, and I think a lot of... A lot of, for me, this this episode was... Very B-movie-esque. Very B-movie-esque. Like, if that... I don't know if that makes sense. But... I don't know. I don't know. I agree with you, Betty. It doesn't make sense. None of it made, like, a lot of it didn't make sense. It was illogical. I totally fucking agree with you there. But, I don't know. It and Maya's uh... just done with zombies, so. <laughs> I, mean, for I don't the most blame part, you. <laughs> for the most part, I'm over zombies. Yeah, I really haven't even caught up on the Walking Dead series and um, Teek's watching it and I'm actually the one who got him started on that, and now he's watching it, and I gave up on it, you know, and uh, like, oh, it's out, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> it's the same with me and Misty. I, I watched uh, the first season, and I was like, you've got to watch this show. She started watching it, and she didn't want to at first because she was not a big fan of horror stuff or gross things, but she ended up loving it. 
midway through season was it seven that they introduced Negan? Oh God, I forget it. Whatever point. the season they introduced Negan, his introduction was fucking perfect. And after about three or four episodes into that season, I started losing interest because they started doing things that I didn't care for. Uh, just the overall flow of the show. And I was like, eh. And then they killed Carl. And I said, fuck this show. I'm never watching it again. And I've not watched it again. Misty well, still watches it. She watches it. She We DVR'd on Sunday nights, and she watches it on Tuesdays while we're playing D&D, so I don't have to put up with the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you got you to gotta give the whole Carl thing a break, though. Kid wanted to go to college, and his contract was up, and it was time for him. To, they had to let him go. He wanted to go to college. He had to die. It's not like you could send Carl off to boarding school somewhere. <laughs> it's a zombie apocalypse. He just he bought a house die. down there. He could have gone to school and worked, too. Maybe just out of curiosity, zombies anymore. I I get the actor wanting to go to college, but for fuck's sake, it's the same thing that like, you know, maybe it's because I'm fucking poor. But if you have this like money making thing in your life that is literally making you money, you can go to college after the show's over. The hell? Yeah. Well, he was he was actually going to do both. Scott Gimple's the one that wrote him out of the show and pretty much fired him from the show. And, and and the the kid that played him was not cool with that. Gotcha. That makes sense. I've just I mean, seen a lot of young actors. You know, once they hit that age, they and I don't blame them. They want to have that college experience. They want to be young. They want to be, you know, teenagers, young adults, and and just do that for a minute. Especially when you've been on a show for like you know. 10 seasons it gets it gets heavy i mean, a lot of actors have done that and then they've come back to acting later but uh and some of them don't some of them get degrees and go on to do things with them good for I, them i understand that you know the the artist tire of whatever they're doing i mean there's a reason that a lot of the early actors for um the roles in marvel shows didn't want to come back uh namely like chris hemsworth i always think about that he did not want to continue playing thor after um uh dark world he was done um and marvel was just like give us one more movie because it's in your contract (laughs) but give us one more movie and then thankfully taika put the fucking the desire back in his heart but um i get it i do get that like wanting to kind of back off and you know, and try something else or, or something to that effect. But it's like, you know, from my perspective, you can still do stuff in between those things too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't, uh, for example, um, uh, this is going to be sound awfully weird, but Kristen Stewart, she has a game show with Dex on um, Wednesday nights called Family Game Fight, which I actually like watching with my parents. Um, Who? And not Kristen Stewart. Um, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell, thank you. Uh, and I was just kind of like, oh, that's, this is a fun little show that they get to play and, and whatever. It's um, If you like game shows, I guess I recommend it, but whatever. Uh, my parents like it. 
and I don't mind it, so it's a nice little thing to watch with them. Whatever. Back off. Um, <laughs> anyway, the point is I was getting at was I was like, oh, what the fuck has Kristen Bell done lately other than Frozen 2? And, uh, and then place. I got a trailer for... What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, The Good Place. Um, but then I got a trailer for something that she was... A movie that she's doing here soon where uh, it's based off a true story of a couple of women that start using, like, coupons or some shit. They're, like, the coupon queens, and they... Uh, it looks like a very fun movie, but they 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 don't know that they're breaking laws and end up having to go to court. And I don't know. It looks interesting. But yeah, she did that movie. And on top of doing the game show and whatever else. And it's like, I see actors do this all the fucking time where they do multiple things in a year. And and it always it's always funny to me that like, I think it was uh, uh, Johnny Depp said that when he was getting really fed up and kind of bored of playing um, uh, Jack. Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. Jeez. Harkness is what came to mind, Maya. So that's fun inside my brain when that happens. Um, when he, uh, you know, when he was playing Jack Sparrow a lot and he was kind of getting fed up with it, he was like, I'm going to go do like some fucking indie movie. And he did another movie outside that he was just like, yeah, it kind of reinvigorated my desire to act. I get it. I get when an artist gets bored. Trust me. I've kind of been there. I get it. But on the, on the, on the other hand, like you're getting paid millions of dollars right now. That's something that so many people would love to have and obtain. And for you to just be like, I'm kind of done with that. It feels like a slap in the face. That's why like right now I could give two shits about whatever happens to Scarlett Johansson. Well, especially after hearing the see originally I was siding with her. Now I'm just like, nah, fuck her. Yeah. Uh, because the way she was saying the contract was structured, she was supposed to get all of her earnings from uh, theatrical release, ex- release exclusively. But no, she got a base salary of $20 million plus royalties from the theatrical release. Well, she lost out on that because they did same-day streaming. Well, she went and asked for a hundred million. Yeah, because she said, "Oh, this movie would have made one point two billion dollars based on the last Marvel movie that made, you know, one point two billion. So therefore, this theoretically would have. So I should get another eighty million in royalties." Now, fuck you, you greedy fucking bitch. Yeah, <clears throat> that, I don't, that's, Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm over it. I'm like, you know, I get getting what you've earned i understand wanting to be compensated for your work but let's be fair these are arbitrary values that are placed upon that are agreed upon by studio and agent and worker but they're ridiculous yeah absolutely it's absolutely ridiculous it's she's already getting paid more money than i'll ever see in my lifetime as her base salary, and yet she wants five times that much because yeah. it didn't get a theatrical run? No. No. During a pandemic. That's the thing that pisses me off the most. If this lawsuit happened and it was a it was the whole it was the argument about like women not getting paid as much as men, and I'd be like, Yeah, I'm on your side. Like women do not mm-hmm. get paid as much as men in the movie industry, and it's fucking bullshit. As of right now, 
she's arguing this over fucking millions of dollars during a pandemic for a theatrical release. Go absolutely fuck yourself. Like, okay, yeah. I get that. Um, but you know, when it comes to actors who are getting paid millions and they decide to walk away from it, that's their choice. They're allowed to make that choice. And if, you know, somebody wants to walk away from acting and go be a bum on the beach for the rest of their lives because they already have millions, they're allowed to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with that. You know, and it's like if somebody stops acting like the Olsen twins and decides to go to college, you know, I understand completely, you know, even if you want to get back into acting later, trying to do college and acting at the same time would not be easy. It would not be something that you could easily accomplish, especially if you're attending a school that is in a different state from where you're filming the way they, you know, you've worked in filming and the hours that they do and stuff. And sometimes you can be on set at 5 AM, you know, you, you have to be on stage and you're, you're makeup for three, four hours beforehand, something like that. That's, that's a lot of time and tiredness. And I want to, I want to put this out there just because I can being on a film set. I can say this confidently. Actors have the easiest time on set. Oh, I'm sure to a degree on set, but it's still, it takes up time and school. If you want to devote your time to school, absolutely devote your time to school. I mean, if you have the ability to do that and you've already made millions and millions of dollars, absolutely devote your time to school and, just put all your effort in that and get your degree and do what you want to do. You know, I don't think anybody owes us, you know, because we enjoy their character on a show or in a movie series or anything like that. I don't feel like any of these people owe me shit. That's just... I, I agree with you. I, 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 I think that you're absolutely correct in that. Like nobody owes anybody shit. And I definitely don't think that any of these actors, uh, should stick around if their contracts up if they don't want to. Um, that being said, it's it you know goes into this thing of like what Kevin Feige said. You know he's they're they're going to be trying to hire actors to play these characters who want to play the roles, not you know who are contracted to play the roles because they you know they look exactly like whatever. Um, I think that's that's the big difference there for me is. Uh, like I said, when when Chris Hemsworth, I always go, I always go back to that because it's interesting. He wanted to quit because Thor two did not do well. Um, that was his whole thing. He just didn't feel like it was worth it. Yada yada, whatever. Um, and it always takes a good filmmaker to get you know get you out of that funk. Uh, and the kid who plays Carl. I totally understand him going, I want to go to college and that's going to interfere with the <clears throat> acting. Totally get that. If that was, yeah, the but, if well, that, 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 was that was, that wasn't the case though. He still wanted to go, but he was going to do the show too. He had just bought a house in Georgia yeah. and was going to school in Georgia. I hadn't seen that. <clears throat> and it, when it happened, I read an article that where he was saying that this was his choice. He's the one who wanted to walk away. He wanted to focus on college. Maybe he was just saying that before all this shit came out. I don't know. But that's what I read at the time. So I was like, y'all need to back off this kid. Leave him alone. You know? 
No, I mean, a lot was, of people. It was all Scott Gimple. I think on no. the on you know on that inverse, like you said, Betty, like nobody owes anybody shit. So, um, if an actor does make a choice, fans need to lay the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that always sticks up my mind about fans being pieces of shit when it comes to anything is you know everyone goes, oh, the Phantom Menace is really bad right now. The, the sorry, the fandom menace. Jesus Christ, Greg, you're mm-hmm. playing. Uh, the fandom menace is really bad right now because of the internet, yada yada yada. And I go, really? Because I do remember two actors from the Phantom Menace who are going to kill themselves because of the fans. And this was back before the internet was as big of a thing as it is now. Like Jake Lloyd will never go back in acting because of the fan of the fans. Uh and the guy who played, I cannot remember his name for the life of me, the guy who played Jar Jar Binks. Oh, yeah. He 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 contemplated suicide multiple fucking times. I think he even attempted once. I was like, I, sometimes I wonder if the, one of the reasons why Faruza Balk dropped out of acting is because, you know, people had to give her hell about the craft. You know, I caught hell because I looked like her. You know, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? That's funny because I actually liked that movie. I didn't know that there was such hatred towards it but oh in christian communities yes indeed yeah yes indeed but when i was in high school i got a lot of you look like that crazy chick from the craft yeah her fucking name was nancy okay yeah <laughs> but not some more chippy but yeah i think it just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me that if you're already making millions and you're down to continue playing that role that you would go to the extent of just being like, I want more for this thing that, you know, I was already getting paid insane amounts of money for to begin with. That's, I think something that bothers the shit out of me. That's why I don't care about what's her ass anymore. Like, I think that's another problem is that, you know, on a side note, regardless of how I feel, Scarlett Johansson, She's going to be coming into a lot of uh, uh, pushback because of this lawsuit. Studios aren't going to want to hire her. Fans aren't going to want to go see her because of this exact thing. Like, uh, somebody said this might be career suicide for her. Yeah. I mean, so, but, you know, she has internet... to know this as well. Yeah. I think the internet also is uh, very forgetful about things, too. So, I don't know, we'll see. <sighs> anyway, we should we should wrap this this episode up. So let's let's bring it back to Marvel Zombies. Um, uh, let's go ahead and give our final thoughts and a grade on the episode itself. Uh, Myra, why don't you go ahead and start us off on that? Yeah, just give it a D plus. It tried. It looked great. The voice acting was better, but the story structure was not great. Uh, the pacing was too quick, I thought. Uh, but yeah, it was very unforgettable for me. I just, I, I didn't care. I had no investment. Not like the week prior where I was really invested in it. But yeah, that, that, that's, that's all I got for it. What about you, Betty? Well, like you said, that the animation, again, brilliant. Love it. Voice acting, much better. 
this time around. The story could use some improvement. I I don't know. I just it it, it was stretched very very thin for me and I I'm I just was not entertained as much as I usually am. There were some entertaining parts. Uh, the polka dot man guy, he was definitely the comedic entertainment. I guess I would give it a C. I mean, overall, I I was not impressed, particularly not like last week. I definitely enjoyed um, the first episode way more than this episode. So, but yeah, so C. What about you, Greg? Uh, B minus. Um, I agree with you on the most part about it. The the story story being stretched thin. Um, again, the joke I made is, did anyone pull a muscle writing the story? Uh, but um, uh, what I what I really enjoyed about it was the the comedic take on the whole Marvel zombies idea. Um, also, fucking love the the design on the zombified heroes. I thought that was really cool looking. Um, but. Uh, I did enjoy that it was a bit more lighthearted than like the comic. Uh, and again, I, I haven't read the new comic, even though I know it's a full on reboot, but um, uh, I just thought it was a, I was a, it was just a fun little romp. I think that another thing for me about this, what if show is that um, and much like the comics, they don't matter. Uh, exactly. So, uh, uh, knowing that this is the only Marvel Zombies thing we might get out of What If, and down the road we might get an episode two. I doubt it, though. Who cares? I hope not. Uh, I just, you know, it's kind of like was like that was neat. Anyway, episode six. What that's what what that's gonna be? That's kind of yeah. my attitude towards it. But I enjoyed it. I mean, not as much as uh, like episode four or episode two. Uh, episode, I still don't think episode one is as good as this one. Episode one is probably on the bottom again, but, um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, that's a B minus. <laughs> don't know what to go with that. Uh, it's like you said, the act, voice acting was miles better than some other episodes, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's shrug shoulders. All right, everybody. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. It's like I said, it's a shorter episode because some of us aren't feeling good. Some of us have to get to work, yada, yada, yada. But, um, uh, next week we're going to be reviewing episode six of what if, which I have no idea what it was. I know that I thought this week was supposed to be the party Thor episode, but clearly whoever listed the episodes online had it way wrong again, though, not that it fucking matters because what if is not meant to be a, yeah, it's a new story. Yeah. It's an anthology of ideas. Some don't land as well as others. But that's the beauty of what if. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, we're also going to review the Netflix movie Kate, which stars uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I kept fucking up her name before we recorded. Uh, but um, that movie looks like a lot of fun. Again, as I've as I've been told it is, it's uh, Mary just being a badass for an hour and a half or what, however long the movie is. Kind of like her John Wick, if you will. So I'm very much looking forward to that. 
but yeah, I, th- um, uh, I got to pull up my notes because I can't remember where I go right after telling everyone what we're going to watch next week. Uh, make sure you check out all the <laughs> make sure you check out all the socials below. Uh, that's where you can find us uh, interacting with you, or if we're going to add anything, which I doubt because we already have two things on the on the table, but. You know how it works. Uh, the other thing I want to bring up before I talk about everything else is um, go follow my my uh, Twitch channel because that's where we're going to be doing streams of Jackbox coming up soon. As soon as it fucking cools down and I can actually stream in my room in the afternoon without fucking feeling like I'm in a sauna. Um, we'll be doing that until the new one comes out and then playing the new one, uh, which we always love playing Jackbox. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, but, um, but yeah, that's... Uh, Twitch.tv slash ChubRuckGeek. We did create one for All Queued Up, but I had re- I had recognized that not too many people were going to that because they already had mine saved. So that's why we're just going back to my channel. Plus, it's easier for me to stream it that way. Uh, anyway, off of that, uh, go check out the Teespring store. Um, Fall's coming up around the corner, and, and, and we have stuff in the store for uh, for the, 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 the cooler seasons. Coming around the corner. I think hoodies are on there, right? Hoodies. Mm-hmm. But also both, both pullover and zip up style. No beanies. Oh, no beanies. Okay. That's why I was at. I was like, I wasn't sure if there were beanies, but does Teespring have beanies? I believe they do, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I know they have hats, but it's complicated. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, regardless, um, if you're looking for something to uh, have our faces on, that's where you go to check that out. Uh, also check out the YouTube channel. That's where you'll find the video version of the podcast. Um, and if you go check us out, follow the channel, like subscribe to it, hit fo- hit like on the on the episode itself. Maybe leave a comment. Helps us out. Helps out the algorithm. You know the drill. Um, also, I need to fucking record some new reviews. Do the Italian thing. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. My work. Where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook under my name, Maya Dawn Fisher. It's a public profile, so if you wish to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, uh, those are linked there, and you can do so. Uh, also, as for other shows that I'm on, I'm on three other podcasts uh, on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. Every alternating Wednesday... Um, on figure banging at 9.30 p.m. Eastern or on Shelf Gravy at 9 p.m. Eastern. Shelf Gravy's cool. We do... Uh, that's a new one. Yeah, that's a new one. I'm, I've been officially invited on there, and uh, we work on crafting projects like diorama stuff or painting stuff or model building stuff, which... I've always had a very difficult time carving out a set time for myself to work on things. And as a result, I'll let things slide sometimes. This kind of keeps me focused and on track and on pace to do things. And it's the same time pretty much at the other show runs. So, you know, 9 p.m., just a half hour earlier start, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. And then at 9 p.m. Eastern every Friday on Nerd Life Syndicate on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel as well. So check that out. New episode tonight. That's everywhere I'm at. 
other than playing D and D on Tuesdays and <laughs> maybe Thursdays here pretty soon. Oh God. Uh yeah, Betty, where can people find you? Uh you can find me at Betty Badger Ogletree on Facebook and you can find me at Bright Betty on Twitter. That's pretty much it. All right. You can find me on all socials under Chub Rock Geek. And uh still doing stuff with Anthony. We we've been meeting to record an episode here of the podcast, but we have not got around to it. Um also currently writing a review for uh, Psychonauts 2, so hopefully in a while that'll come up on the YouTube channel, but I will, uh, I'll address that as soon. Anyway, if you have Game Pass, I highly recommend Psychonauts 2. It's fucking fantastic. Um, and for people that just kind of want the story and don't want a hard challenge, because I get that, I did the same thing. Um, Betty, I'm talking to you. Uh, uh, they have an invincibility mode, so you can just get the story and still have fun with like an interactive game. Um, like genuinely, Betty, I'm, I'm not even joking. You have Game Pass. Uh, you could download this game and just pop the invincibility on, sit back, get high, and just enjoy the fucking game. Like, I'm not joking. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Um, I, I keep recommending to everybody to play it on invincibility. It's just, it's just a blast. Uh, wow. anyway. Fortunately, I don't have much time for that stuff anymore because uh, school's starting next week. Uh, so, yeah, and I'm a homeschool mom. Yeah, I get that. Uh, um. Anyway, yeah. So I hopefully have a review up on the on you on the Mission Start Tubes YouTube channel. Um, but we'll see. Anyway, guys. Um. Yeah, like I said, uh, Kate on Netflix, and then episode six of What If next week. And uh, yeah, that's about it. See you next time. Peace, love, and lollipops. Take care, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>